What's going on, guys? AJ here. There's a um, there's a clip out there on the internet where John Harbaugh, the head coach of the Baltimore Ravens, the amazing, the great, the spectacular Baltimore Ravens, if I'm being exact. There's a clip where John Harbaugh pulls Lamar Jackson, the amazing, the great, the reigning MVP, Lamar, Lamar Jackson, to the sideline to discuss what's going to happen next. And he says to uh, Lamar Jackson, do you, Lamar Jackson, want to go forward on fourth down? Lamar Jackson didn't seem to hear him. He said, do you want to go forward on fourth down? Now, last time I checked, John Harbaugh is the executive decision maker. He can do whatever he wants, but he puts the trust, he puts the, the courage, he puts the energy He puts the decision on the quarterback's back, his players' back, his employees' back, his team. He lives into what they inevitably want to do. Lamar Jackson looks at him and he says, adamantly, (laughs) he says it adamantly. He screams and says, let's go, coach. Let's go. John Harbaugh looks at Lamar Jackson with a big smile on his face. He says, I trust you. Go win the game. And what I always found incredibly interesting about that scene in that moment is a few things. The first is I could tell on John Harbaugh's face immediately that if they were to fail, and when I say they, I mean the team, if they were to fail, the simple fact that he made the decision to trust Lamar Jackson and the rest of his team to execute that play. He knew at a strategic level that would give them confidence that would carry on for the rest of the season. He also knew that his team was well prepared, prepared enough to execute the play, get the fourth down conversion and seal the deal. And from where I'm sitting, the third thing he probably realized and understood and calculated in his mind is that he's not always right. He, as a leader, does not always have the decisions. And say hello to my kitty cat here who keeps uh, who keeps crying for me here. Um, he doesn't always have the decisions. He is not always right as the head coach, as the leader, as the executive kind of decision maker. There are possibilities that there are moments where he believes, based off of data, based off of instinct, based off of gut, that they should go another way. But he's willing to test that. He's willing to be wrong. So, I don't know. I've I've always been fascinated with these examples and how we can take these examples and extract silver linings and figure out ways to embed them and plug them into the day-to-day workplace. Because for me, it's common sense to do these things. But as I've got deeper into this industry, I've realized it's not common sense. So if you're a leader right now, You could be a leader of 15, you could be a leader of 100, you could be a leader of 1,000. I am quite sure over the next, let's call it 7 to 12 days, there will be moments that your team, your people, they want to try things. They want to attempt to execute things that your data and your instinct and your gut disagrees with. But you have to live into that for all the same reasons of why I believe John Harbaugh lived into that. I believe 
letting someone fail through the act of true attempts, through the acts of attempting with excitement and passion, I believe that builds character that will last for the rest of their existence with your company. And then and then the John Harwell and Ravens example that would last throughout the duration of the season. I also believe that as a leader of a company, you probably have 15, 20, 30 years of experience and data to back that up. But there are times you could be wrong and you have to live into that empathy. You have to live into that vulnerability. You have to live into that possibility through action, not through words. I think there are too many leaders out here that are saying they're willing to be wrong, saying that they don't have all the answers, but their actions do not back those words. And then I think for the, the, the last thing and how we can extrapolate this and, and pull silver linings and Kitty saying hello again, guys, sorry about that. How we can pull silver linings from this example is we need to really think about the relationship factor. Do you know and, do, and, can, you, and can you imagine how much trust, how much deeper of a bond Lamar Jackson will now have with John Harbaugh due to that one crucial moment of showing Lamar Jackson that he trusted him. Showing Lamar Jackson that he loved him and cared for him and that he respected Lamar Jackson's vision and that he wanted to see Lamar Jackson's vision come to fruition. Do you know what that bond will be now? And that is what I see not happening throughout the vast majority of companies that I'm either researching or that I've either been a part of. You are not living into what your people want to do. You are not living into what your people are capable of doing. And you are not giving them opportunities to fall flat on their face and be okay with that falling on their face and being there to help them get up, looking at them and smiling and say, at least we tried and we failed together. Let's do it again. That's the beautiful thing that I love about leadership that most people don't tap into And I could definitely see John Harbaugh tapped into. Take notes. Take notes. Make changes. Thanks a lot.